Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report I had a really inspiring and motivating call with a one-on-one client this week, and it just renewed my energy and boosted my vibration so high. This client is helping a family member with chronic illness recovery, and she also wants to proactively set herself up for success to avoid illness, so we're addressing both. She recognized that she hasn't been prioritizing her health, and she's now committed to doing the work before it's too late. We made so much progress on that first call, and she just gets it. When you connect with someone who has a strong, positive energy, you can tell almost immediately, and it's like this breath of fresh air. When you surround yourself with people who want to become the best version of themselves, the conversation is just so different. The energy is magnetic. And I see that in people I work with one-on-one because they're finally ready to step up and take back control of their lives and find freedom from illness. There is truly nothing like the energy of someone who, for the first time in a long time, feels unstoppable. They've been through a really shitty, hard, tough time, and they've decided enough is enough. They get on this path and they have this one-track mind, and their focus is 100% on healing. They're not letting anything get in their way, and they know they have to put in the hard work, and they are ready. It's like, watch out world, this person is coming through and nothing you throw at them is going to derail their journey. That energy is what motivates me to offer one-on-one services and invest my time into these people because I know they're committed and that they'll heal. They've found that power within themselves and they now know it's possible. And that's what I'm grateful for this week. That client who just put everything on the line, opened up in a big way, leaned into the process, and who I know has big results coming her way. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can find those details in the show notes for you. So please reach out, even if it's just for more information. I'd love to help as many of you as I can in a more personalized setting. Okay, on to this week's topic. We're talking about a really critical component of achieving and maintaining our health, and that is releasing trapped emotion. So what do I mean when I say trapped emotion? I mean that emotions, particularly intense and unresolved ones, can become trapped or stored within the body, 
leading to physical or psychological discomfort and over time illness. So, how do emotions become trapped? One way that they become trapped is through lack of expression. And this refers to situations where people may not have the opportunity or the ability to express their emotions fully. And this can stem from a variety of factors like cultural norms, societal expectations, or just personal inhibitions. In environments where emotional expression is discouraged or dismissed, people learn to distance themselves from their natural emotional responses as a means of conformity or self-protection. However, even if people desire to express their emotions, they might lack the necessary skills to actually do that, or they might not have the support or outlet to do it effectively. As a result, these emotions remain unarticulated and they become trapped within the body and they're not able to be fully processed or released. Another cause is suppression or repression, and this involves a more active and intentional effort to conceal or inhibit your emotional experiences. This often happens in response to a perceived threat or fear of judgment, rejection, or conflict. People who suppress their emotions might do it as a coping mechanism to maintain a sense of control or just to avoid general discomfort. But while suppression might provide temporary relief from those emotions, it can also hinder that authentic self-expression and contribute to the accumulation of that emotional tension over time. The act of suppressing emotions involves conscious effort, and that requires ongoing vigilance because those underlying feelings, they're going to persist beneath the surface, and they're waiting for an opportunity to be released. The last cause we're going to talk about is traumatic experiences. Intense or traumatic experiences can overwhelm our normal coping mechanisms, and this can happen to anybody. And sometimes that can lead to a dissociation between mind and body. This results in feelings of helplessness and fear and maybe even horror. During these events, the body's natural coping mechanisms might become overloaded, and that makes it really difficult for those people to process the intense emotions and sensations associated with that trauma. As a result, those emotions remain unresolved and unprocessed, and that contributes to them becoming trapped within the body. In some cases, like we just talked about, those traumatic experiences can lead to dissociation, which is a state in which people feel disconnected from their thoughts, feelings, and surroundings. That dissociation also might serve as a protection mechanism, allowing that person to temporarily escape from the overwhelming nature of what's going on. However, that dissociation can also disrupt the integration of emotional experiences, preventing them from natural processing and release. So again, that emotional energy and those emotions become trapped, and that contributes to ongoing distress and dysfunction. So what impact does trapped emotion have on our health? Let's talk about our physical health. Trapped emotions can activate the body's stress response system, leading to elevated levels of stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, which we do not want. Trapped emotions can also contribute to chronic muscular tension, leading to discomfort, stiffness, even conditions like recurring headaches or TMJ dysfunction. Emotional stress can also exacerbate existing pain conditions like fibromyalgia or back pain. And prolonged exposure to that stress contributes to inflammation in the body, which is the precursor to so many other health conditions. 
Research suggests that emotions can influence immune function, with negative emotions like stress, anxiety, and depression being associated with immune suppression. They actually put your immune system on hold. Trapped emotions might also contribute to chronic stress and increase your susceptibility to infection, autoimmune disorders, and other immune-related conditions. There is also growing evidence of relationship between emotions and the gastrointestinal system, the GI system, and that's often referred to as the gut-brain axis. Trapped emotion, particularly those associated with stress and anxiety, can impact GI function, leading to abdominal pain, bloating, diarrhea, or constipation. Continuing distress has also been linked to conditions like irritable bowel syndrome and inflammatory bowel disease. Trapped emotions can also influence our cardiovascular health through effects on the heart rate, blood pressure, and vascular tone. That can lead to hypertension and increased risk of a cardiovascular event like a heart attack or a stroke. Additionally, emotional stress has been linked to arrhythmias and other cardiac rhythm disturbances. Are you bought in yet? We need to be processing and releasing emotion when it comes up so it doesn't become trapped within. Now you can see that trapped emotion manifests physically in a variety of different ways, and now you know none of those are positive for your health. This is one of the most overlooked and underrated steps in healing, and I will fight to the death arguing this point. You cannot heal if you're at war with yourself internally. It is just not the environment that's conducive to healing. And you cannot escape looking inward and doing the work to address what's going on within. There's no magic pill. There's no balance you can pay to get out of it. There's no easy way out. You have to get in there, get uncomfortable, and do the work to release those stuck emotions. And you might be thinking, well, something happened to me a while ago and I kind of compartmentalized, put that in the box in the back of my mind, and it hasn't really bothered me since. That scenario is a ticking time bomb, friends. The pressure is building and building within that box, and eventually it'll explode. It's just a matter of time. And I can tell you, the timing won't be convenient. There is never an ideal time to address and resolve emotional distress and trauma. But if you wait, I promise you it will be 100 times worse than if you start getting ahead of it right now. So on that note, let's talk about how we can effectively release trapped emotion. We're going to focus on five specific ways you can do this. The first one, emotional expression. Just getting the emotions out, okay? There's a couple ways you can do this. By journaling, setting some time each day aside to just write freely about your emotions without judgment. You need a way to express your thoughts and feelings honestly without having to censor them. Because if you're censoring them, it's not working. This can help you understand more about what's going on and also facilitate the release of those emotions, which is exactly what we want. Another exercise I like to do is a burning exercise. And I think we talked about this a while back, all the way back in season one. So I'm just going to run through it briefly again. You kind of allow yourself to sit alone and be present with those negative emotions that are coming up within, like anger or hatred or guilt or shame, and you just sit there and frantically write everything out. When I do this, I am so worked up sometimes that I'm just scribbling and getting it all out as fast as possible. My writing looks fucking terrible, 
And it doesn't need to be legible, friends, because nobody is ever reading this. We're going to immediately take those pages over to the sink when we're done and burn them. Set those papers on fire and watch them burn. Then wash them down the sink. Turn on the water and wash that water. Carry away those ashes from your sink, down your drain, and away from your house. The act of washing them away from your house is actually very spiritual. It's aligned with this idea of letting it go. We're clearing them from our environment. We're trying to maintain peace and alignment. If you feel you need more guidance, you can explore talk therapy. Participate in regular sessions because that's what's going to make the biggest difference. And find a licensed therapist to explore and process those emotions in a safe and supportive environment. Therapy can help you work through what's coming up and also provide you with some tailored strategies to help you navigate the release of those emotions in an effective way for you. You might also consider engaging in a creative expression of those emotions through activities like painting, sculpting, writing poetry, playing music, something like that as a means of just expressing and releasing emotions. Allow yourself to channel your emotions into your creative endeavors, whatever that is, using them as kind of a self-expression or catharsis. All right, we're moving on to number two, mindfulness and meditation. And there are a couple of ways you can do this. Number one is breath awareness. So an easy way you can do it is to practice mindful breathing like box breathing. So how you do that is you inhale for a count of four. So breathe in one, two, three, four. Then you hold for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Then you exhale for a count of four. And you hold again for a count of four at the end. And that really helps to anchor yourself in the present moment and regulate those emotions. Kind of just calms everything down a little bit and gives you a minute to process what's going on. Something else you can do is a body scan meditation. And you can do this by bringing your attention to each part of your body and notice any sensations or tensions that come up and just allow yourself to release and let go of any emotion that's stored there. There's also an type of meditation called loving kindness meditation and that helps to cultivate feelings of compassion and acceptance toward yourself and others and what that can do is help soften those emotional barriers and promote that healing and release which is what we need okay number three you can also explore body-oriented therapies and some examples of this are massage therapy Receiving regular massages helps to release physical tension and energetic blockages in the body. And if you want to communicate with your therapist, your massage therapist, about any areas of emotional discomfort or tension, they can help to focus to release what's stored within the body and in those muscles and those tissues. Okay, acupuncture is another thing you can do. So undergoing acupuncture treatments stimulates specific acupoints and restores the flow of energy or chi in the body. Acupuncture can help to release these blocked emotions, promote relaxation, and restore emotional balance. Another option is yoga and tai chi. This helps to practice gentle, mindful movement to release physical tension and increase awareness of what's going on in your body and promote the flow of energy throughout your body. Whenever you're engaging in these movement-based activities, pay attention to your breath and your sensations. How are you moving through each position? 
How are you moving from one activity to the other? Just focus on what's coming up and what we can let go of in that moment. Okay, moving on to number four, visualization. Some examples of this are guided imagery. So I want you to go onto YouTube or if you have a meditation app or something, they will have some guided imagery visualization exercises for you. That looks like picturing yourself in a calming or peaceful environment and you're imagining yourself releasing what's trapped into some sort of vessel that's carrying them away from you. And that could be like a stream, a waterfall, something like that. The idea is you want to allow yourself to fully immerse in the visualization and experience those sensations completely because that's how you're going to release them. Another way you can do this is to try progressive muscle relaxation. And this involves systematically tensing and releasing each muscle group in your body. You're going to start from your toes and you're going to work all the way up to your head. So you're going to tense your toes for a little bit and then release them. And then you're going to do it again and then release. And then you're going to move on. As you release that tension from each muscle group, you're also going to imagine releasing those emotions that are stored in that area of your body as well. Okay, number five, you can engage in energy healing modalities. One example of this is Reiki healing. You can receive Reiki healing sessions from a trained practitioner to help to balance and harmonize the flow of energy in your body. Now, during a Reiki session, the practitioner channels life force energy to facilitate an emotional release and promote that relaxation and restore energetic balance. So it's guided, it's hands-on, you don't really have to think about much. Another example is emotional freedom techniques, EFT tapping. We've talked a lot about it. This is a self-help technique that you can do at home that combines acupressure and psychological exposure to release those emotions, neutralize them, and also alleviate that emotional distress. This works by tapping on specific acupoints along the meridian lines of your body while focusing on your emotions and repeating affirmations to promote that emotional healing and release. Another option is just to focus on acupressure, and that's just gently applying pressure to specific points in the body to stimulate the flow of energy and release that emotion. All of these examples are on YouTube, so if you go in and you type in acupressure, you'll find someone to come up and guide you through that. The idea is you're using your fingers or sometimes you can have acupressure tools to massage those points that are associated with release. One common point is the third eye, which is the point between your eyebrows or the heart point in the center of your chest. Look, there's good news and there's bad news here. Let's talk about the bad news first. Once you start working on identifying what's trapped, all of those emotions are going to resurface again. And it's not going to be pretty, friends. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be uncomfortable because you've been ignoring and suppressing them for so long. But now the good news, what's coming up is ready to leave. It's resurfacing so you can release it. What's coming is going. So if you're feeling that, you're doing something right and it's okay. All right, friends, let me know if you liked today's episode. Please rate, review, and follow the show if you haven't already. A rating takes less than five seconds, and I would love to get some feedback from you. It really does make the world of difference to me, and I love seeing those new ratings come in. So please do the universe's work and give your girl a five-star review or anything, but I would love to get some feedback. Thanks for listening.
That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.